Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. I learned today that Nick and I share a passion for giving other people advice. His desired approach, as you might guess, is a little odd and involves a mountain, but you'll have to listen in to hear what that's all about. My desired approach is just to help in any way I can. If you have a challenge, I have an idea. Listen in as we discuss the fine art of doling out great advice. I recommend you check it out. I wrote a cover letter one time, kind of as a joke. And I was it was intended to ask for a job where I could sit on a mountain and just dole out advice. And I was asking the company, and I sent it to a bunch of places, <laughs> if the company had any type of opportunities like that. No, what was what were you hoping to get as a response to that? I, I'm not sure. I think I was maybe writing to people who I, I thought would think it was funny, maybe, and needed comedy writing or some sort of lighthearted idiot to work in their office it's a funny it's a funny idea but there's such risks right uh, at taking such a creative approach to get people's attention oh yeah for sure but i was young so yeah. i was like ah, it doesn't really <laughs> nothing i do really matters oh. at this point and no one's gonna remember me wait i need that attitude now yeah honesty because how many crazy cool things would you do with that attitude now in your life i mean now we're older we've had kids we're you know or, or experienced in life, so we're not as carefree, ne'er-do-well, you know, human beings. But that's a pretty cool thing to say, ah, oh, guess what? I'm not, it's not going to be remembered, or nobody's paying attention to me. Right. Or, you know, so do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I would say don't do anything crazy on social media, but yeah. <laughs> well, there is a sense of permanence there, isn't there? <laughs> Try to, I can't imagine what it would take to expunge all of the interactions that we put on social media at this point. I don't know that it's possible, quite frankly, because it's in other people's hands. You know? Yeah. It's, and you don't even own it. Right. That's the Right. That's you don't the own that content. So is the opposite then of that to go live on that mountain or live in a cave or become a hermit? <laughs> I, I wish I could. I'll tell you the truth. I am jealous of cavemen. Is that a life um, goal for you? It, you know... Uh, it might be because here's the thing. Whenever I consider cave life, it's so simple. Like a hunter gatherer type hunter gatherer, or even even farmer. You know, you're getting up, you're tending the fields, you're 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 picking berries, you're you're killing your quarry, and you're stripping down the skins and making clothes. It just it seemed like such a simple way of life. I feel like life is so complicated now that. Um, being a hermit sounds like it could be entertaining up on the side of a mountain, you know, yeah, uh, away from electricity, away from stimuli. Yeah. And, yeah. Just to, just to have that experience. Now I, I'm sure it's more complicated than I imagine it to be. You know, the grass is always greener. Sure. <laughs> the caves are always warmer, <laughs> but I just, um, and have better toilets. Okay. You know something now there's a point that you've just raised here that in the caveman days, no toilets. Okay, so that's a different something to have to deal with, uh, but I might be willing to poop in a hole if okay. I get the simplicity for the rest of my life. <laughs> so when do you want to switch to that? When do you see yourself like making that switch? Because I, yeah, I don't. And that's the thing; it's one of those idle fantasies in my mind because I know, as Patty puts it, Bob doesn't camp. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I, I prefer a five-star hotel mm -hmm. to a tent out in the woods. Now I love the woods. I'll take a five-star hotel in the woods, but 
the, the concept of camping, lay, sleeping on the ground or on a cot even doesn't really appeal to me. So I, I am talking out my butt right now when it comes to being a hermit or a caveman, but I'm, I'm taking the attractive pieces of those things. You're taking what seems romantic. Yeah. And, and forgetting the rest of the oh, things. 100%. The you smell, know? the bathing action. <laughs> yeah, I needed that too. Yeah. That's the one thing that actually makes me take pause about wanting to go back in time. It's like just imagine. Oh, it's going to stink. The smells it's going to 100% stink. <laughs> and everyone there wishes they were here. I guarantee it. If they knew what we had. You're probably right. Actually, you know, going to Africa. The first thing I remembered about Africa was the smell. The first sm- stepping off the plane, it smelled like uh, burning wood and marshmallows. There was hmm. a sweetness to it, and uh, and a very earthy burning of wood smell. Uh, and then we got out to the parking lot where all the cabbies were waiting to pick people up, and then it was just super intense body odor. I mean, like the most intense body odor I've ever smelled. Uh, and you got used to it relatively quickly. You know, you had to end. I don't really have a big issue with body odor, to tell you the truth. But this was so strong that it made my eyes water. Uh, and so I uh, I did take a little getting used to. Mm-hmm. But hey, hygiene is different in different countries. Uh, so if you had the cave with a door in the back to a small, <laughs> you know, maybe bigger apartment with all the amenities you could want, you could still live as a hermit. Because I think also, do you want people coming up and asking you for advice? Because you're the hermit in the, on the mountain or in the cave or that, whatever. <laughs> that's like the guru on the mountain. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I always give advice whether people want it from me or not. Oh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, I think that would continue on. I, yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like I have good advice to give. I mean, I feel like you could offer me any challenge in the world and I could offer you at least something that might help. I mean, give me a shot. So I'm having, uh, some trouble with commitment okay. to not only people, but to different things, right? Like it's, uh, I, I need to write more, but it has to be about this specific thing. I'd rather just write about something else. Yeah. Well, it seems to me like you're creating some stress in your life, uh, by, by being concerned about your commitment, uh, aversion. And what I would suggest first is let go of that. Uh, you don't have to be into commitment and you don't have to commit to different things to enjoy life. And if you consider that possibility, I think it frees you from being strapped to a world that's laden with commitment. Mm. I shared with you earlier today that I'm not hung up on the completion thing. I can let things lie because I'm really good at letting things go. And I'm not suggesting that if you really want to be committed to things that you shouldn't work on that muscle, but don't torture yourself in the process. Uh, Give yourself a little space and time to figure out how to do that. That was really good advice. Thank See you. See that? I can. So does that, so you know that you can give good advice. You've experienced enough of life and yeah. of, you know, the, the setbacks yeah. to say that I, I know some things. Does that bring you a certain amount of joy and do you want to do it more often? I actually do executive coaching and professional coaching from time to time. And I don't want to do more of that, actually. I, I love to do it when I do it and I appreciate the trust that people put in me. But it's very intense and takes an incredible amount of attention and listening to be able to do that in a real sense. And I was sure I was messing with you as far as, you know, I think I have the best advice in the world. But to some extent... I, I'm an incisive thinker and I do 
like the challenge of hearing other people's issues and seeing what I can do to contribute to it. And it does definitely bring me joy if it actually helps someone. If someone says, oh, I tried what you suggested yeah. and it worked like a charm. Even if they say I tried what you suggested and it didn't work so well, they honored me by trying it. And I'm a human being. Not everything I offer is going to be that, that silver bullet for you. And how would you like people to tell you about the things they need advice for? Like what's the best way? Is it coming on a podcast is it like the long game of saying that you want to do a podcast with you and then doing a podcast with you for a year <laughs> until you realize that the only reason you're doing a podcast with you is so that I, I can ask for advice on certain oh, things. Oh, I am not Is that the best things. way to do it? That's probably pretty good. You yeah. take a pretty gullible. Or should I just send you an email? Take a pretty gullible person to do that though. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. <laughs> Thank you for listening. It's me, Nick. I will swear on a stack of Hitchhiker's Guides to the Galaxy that I did not start a podcast with Bob Codges just to get good advice from him on a regular basis. I will do that when he's around. Between you and me, though, maybe that had a little something to do with it. My advice to you, skip the recording equipment and get your own Bob. And have a great day.